Hello, I'm Rachel Northrup, Director of Early Childhood Education at the Montessori School of Denver, and I'm here to share some insights about raising an independent child. Independence is a core component of Montessori education, and it is one of the most important skills that we strive to help children with. Through her observations, Dr. Montessori identified guiding instincts that motivate humans to develop. It was observed that when children have a boost in self-esteem, they begin to develop intrinsic motivation. This is the inner desire to want to succeed and to try again. Only the child can accomplish the construction of themselves. It is the adult's responsibility to assist them. Our Montessori training teaches us to understand the stages of growth as we prepare environments and our teaching to foster the child's independence. It is the child who strives for this independence. They want to grow and to learn. It is their process. As exhausting and as anxiety-ridden as it may be, both for the teacher and the parent, we need to let go. For example, it may take a child several minutes to put on shoes, to get dressed, to fold towels, to brush their teeth, to clean up a mess, but it is our responsibility to step back and give them the time and the encouragement to do it on their own. While we may believe that we are helping by stepping in, we are in fact doing a disservice to the child. The child will come to think that they are not capable and they will begin to rely on adults for their successes. Dr. Maria Montessori said, never help a child with a task at which he feels he can succeed. She created an environment for such moments. We strive for those moments when a child is engaging in something that is uniquely important to them. This happens in all areas of the classroom, such as putting on shoes or a jacket, cleaning up a spill, tying their shoes, working on addition, writing their numbers or letters. We wait and observe, curious to see what the child chooses to do. Put away the lesson, ask for help, or will they keep trying? And never mind that it might not be perfectly done. Focus on the fact that the child feels pretty good about themselves for taking care of their own need and for doing it themselves. The correcting materials also promote independence. With the teachers as guide, the child largely educates himself. The brilliance of this is that children really learn how to learn. Educators and other teaching paradigms might intervene to help out a child, without a child even asking for their help or guidance. It may sound odd, but our teachers intentionally cultivate a freedom to fail in the classroom. This does not mean that we ignore a child's academic progress or struggles. Rather, we become even more observant of the child in order to determine why are they are avoiding or struggling with work or a skill and empower their sense of independence to problem solve on their own. If this means that a child has a jacket on upside down or inside out, say, I notice you put on your jacket all by yourself. That must feel good. If their shoes are on the wrong feet, say, wow, you must feel pretty good for doing that all on your own. Don't be hung up on the right and wrongs. Focus on the work they did and how successful the child feels. Montessori education is guided self-creation. This means that the child is creating himself and who they want to be. The teacher is only the guide. In my 24 years, as a primary teacher, I've been blown away with the desire children have to do things for themselves and for others. They want to try to do things, to be an active part of the family community, and to participate in daily living jobs and routines. They crave this kind of work. This is why the practical life part of the classroom is so important for all ages, three to kindergartners. Children will seek out jobs that have an internal desire for routine, order, and structure. As adults, we need to allow for children to try new activities, to fail and to try again, and to keep practicing until they feel they have done it just right. A child needs to experience success on their own terms and in their own way. 
We need to be mindful about the undermining effects of praise. This is not to say there aren't times we want to jump out of our seats with pure excitement and joy for the tremendous work a child has done. We want to do this often, but it isn't our job to decide if the child has done something correctly or beautifully. The smile they have on their face is all we need to see that the hard work and their determination has paid off. We do not interrupt their work with, good job, nor do we want them to depend on us for their self-esteem. The child will determine how they have done, and that is what will motivate them to keep working hard and to try again. So what are some easy things you can do at home to help support this important work your child is doing at school? First, make things child size. Get stools or keep their supplies at their level. Give your child as many opportunities as possible to give them the I did it experience. Second, offer choices when you can, but keep in mind the idea of freedom within limits. Let them choose their own snack from a couple of ideas you have chosen. Let them choose their outfits, which shoes to wear, or how to wear their hair. Allowing your child to participate in making choices lets them know that their opinion matters. Third, be intentional about not stepping in to solve problems for your child. Let your child solve a problem and learn from the experience, good or bad. The end result of all this hard work is a more independent child. Thank you for letting me share some of my ideas for raising an independent child with you. Please remember that you are on the same team as your teachers here at MSD, and they can be a valuable resource as you navigate your way through the parenting process. Feel free to ask questions periodically from them, and rest assured that you will increase your confidence in empowering your child to be independent. Best of luck.